Everybody has a podcast, podcast. Football going on, twenty-one to three, Seattle. Danny Dimes looking like a straight bitch tonight. 
What a do, Grammys. Good weekend in the books. It was a nice and relaxing one. I noticed I've been uh, juggling my debauchery on weekends. It's like one weekend I go really hard in the paint. Then the next weekend I'm out running, not drinking at all, taking in my sunshine, and being health conscious. It's all about balance, right, Grant Mills? I don't know. I'm on cocaine right now. Well, I'm sure there's... No, you're not playing. It is about balance. I only do my cocaine on Thursdays and Fridays. So what did you do this weekend? Did you and the family go out and, I don't know, what do families do on the weekends? Pumpkin patches? Is that happening yet? Hasn't Uh, happened yet. It's still unseasonably fucking warm outside. Um, I went out today. Uh, I think I just grabbed the mail. And I looked at my uh, car, cranked the car as I grabbed the mail, was about to leave, run to the gas station. It said 100 fucking degrees. Now, I know that's the car thermometer, and it's not actually 100, but still ridiculous. Uh, but on the weekend stuff, uh, you know what we did? We actually did go to the store. We didn't grab any. Uh, we grabbed a couple of Halloween decor, but I have a birthday coming up, and we have a party this weekend, which it's going to be adults only. So we actually grabbed some stuff for that to make sure you guys and everybody attending has a really good time. So I think it's going to be fun. Uh, Other than that, I sat around, watched some football, as we do during this time of the year. Did some shit around the house. I try to behave myself because, like I said, I've been juggling my bad weekends and my good ones. This was a good one this coming weekend. Is going to be a bad one. Oh, you do have a birthday. Yeah, we will be celebrating that at the West Dolomite Community Center in the Barry White Ballroom. So all of you come out and enjoy. We'll have food, drinks, and other shit. And uh, yeah, so it should be a good time. And um, probably illicit drugs there as well. But all you come on out. I'll be like 5001 Main Street, West Dolomite. I don't know the zip code I forgot, but three five one two four six 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 six. Ow! I didn't do too much this weekend. A lot of college football action. Oh, my old man, Bama won. Auburn lost. So yeah, we had a lot of good games this week. Yes, competitive, good games, man. We're like Colorado almost coming back on USC. Gosh, I did not see that uh, happen. I didn't think they were going to be that competitive uh, to begin with. And then Kentucky uh, knocking off Florida, uh, which, I mean, it shouldn't be a shock. My picks last week were shit. I went underdogs. I regret it now. Uh, You know, Auburn played a hell of a game against Georgia. They almost had that Jordan hair voodoo. Not quite enough this time, but I think it shows Georgia is beatable. Um yeah, uh, what else did we... LSU Ole Miss, what a classic. That was a great game. Great game, fantastic game. Alabama, we got a Crockett. Hey, Crockett, I think Georgia ought to lose a spot at number one. I think that's a good, uh, I think that's a good analogy. There's some, there's some really uh, good competition behind them. Uh, I don't know, playing Auburn at Jordan-Hare is a tough, tough spot. But there was a host of good games... I don't think we're going to have the same slate this weekend. We'll get into that a little bit later uh, in the show. But we do have some really good matchups that could 
rearrange the top 10. So we'll get into that. Uh, what was your favorite matchup of the weekend? Did you think the Colorado comeback was, uh, was there? The uh, LSU Ole Miss probably would have been mine. I thought that was pretty impressive. Um, and Georgia and Auburn was fun. So did you have a favorite that you liked this weekend? I did like the Colorado and SC game just because I think we all thought that uh, Colorado was going to get blown out. LSU Ole Miss was a good game as well. It just kept going back and forth, man. Just lots of action. And what else can you expect from the SEC? So, yeah, man, um, just, to, you know, we had some good games there. I know I didn't see Tennessee, South Carolina, but I know Tennessee actually beat them. Which South Carolina, I don't have a lot of. Come on, man. This is South Carolina still. So, while it is a win, don't don't be getting pumped up there, Vols fans, because that's not really a great team. Yeah, and they lost. Uh, Tennessee lost one of their starting receivers, right? What was his name? I cannot remember. He had a vicious leg injury. Uh, gosh, those leg injuries, when, when they show them now. I remember you used to read about them, and then uh, – you know, injuries. You didn't have all this high 4K death. Oh, yeah, screenshots. Everything. <laughs> As their legs turn backwards <laughs> and their knees. God damn, it's like uh, brutal. Bone coming out the fucking leg. Yeah, it's it, it's brutal. I had a buddy of mine, uh, Mac. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember his nickname we've given him. Uh, Z-Mac. Mac, Mac Jeezy, yeah, Mac Zizi. Uh he's a big Tennessee fan. He sent me that uh, screen cap of the receiver. I think it's a receiver. I could be wrong. Um, one of them got injured, and he said that was one of their big playmakers. So I think this is it. Yeah, Brew McCoy underwent successful surgery Sunday morning after suffering a fracture dislocation of his right ankle. Man, when you have a fracture and a dislocation in one injury, that's that's brutal. So did Milton play in that game? Was he the quarterback? I think he was the quarterback in the game. This is one of his starting receivers. So, but with all seriousness, these are college kids. We hope nothing but the best. But man, watching those replays nowadays, uh, I tell people all the time. I'm old enough now. I can remember Alabama on pay per view, the JP Pilot days, where you had to pay twenty nine ninety five to watch Alabama uh, you know, play twenty four to seventeen against fucking Southern Miss. Uh, and you didn't get any replay on that, or you couldn't rewind it. Now, whew, they show everything, and it's brutal. Man, that uh, Jaden Daniels took a big old hit, too, on LSU. That old Miss dude stuffed him. He fumbled the ball. He's a hell of a quarterback. <clears throat> he's a good quarterback. Yeah, he's great. So, yeah, nice little short recap of the, the sports uh, weekend. Yeah, I did go out a little bit to a bar. What a young lady we hung out, but it's the bar we used to go to. It's just not quite the same, man. It was dead up in that bitch. I was like nobody up in there, but really? that kind of was it was weird. It was like uh, it's like when you go in the front part and then to the back patio in the first. Uh, what am I trying to say? You go out that doorway in the back and you see the big couch and stuff, and uh, right there, the first part of the back patio, and then down towards the. Uh, the big fire pit or whatever. It's like not really anybody there, but there were some people back in the back. But I mean, it's just not like it used to be, man. I don't know why that dude fucking did that. I just left it like it was. And Have just, you met him? The the guy? Yeah, he's always in there. Every time I'm in there, he's in there. 
what what's the what's the general vibe of the the population way frou-frou oh yeah geez. not like it used to be like it's a bunch of frou-frou ass people in there yeah we had some mutual friends and i think you know the mutual friends too um but uh he added me on a uh, social media seemed like a nice guy but i, I think you're right i i missed the old uh, the dive bar type uh you know had a little bit of a uh, rust on it it was kind of a it had its own vibe it was you, you never knew what to expect and that's one thing i thought the appeal was you could go down there get somebody studying for their graduate degree or a phd then you get these guys that were in a so-called biker gang hanging out i kind of like that mix and match vibe it was kind of everybody's community uh, place and now i haven't been but just l- looking at the pictures that he's posted i could see what you're saying but they do have the tv in the back though is it uh, on football or is it on uh home home and garden i didn't i didn't go back there we just stayed uh, at the front part with the big couch uh um yeah so eh, sorry oh god i don't want to i don't want to pass judgment before i go down there we'll have to make that happen one weekend but i'm I'm not getting good i'm not getting a good vibe from what you're saying um yeah i don't know i don't know anyway let's see who's in the hand is he in the house klaus Just chilling out, man. How's your weekend? I'm all right, pretty good, pretty good, man. By the hour, every day, all day. Okay, cool. Uh, did you watch some football? I did, man. I called up on my cows and my kitties and my doggies and baby, yeah. Hmm. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you think? I'm like a lot of SEC action and all that other shit, y'all. I mean, I don't know, yeah, it's pretty good. I like the LSU dogs, too. And, uh, to the red, I wish they would have won a little bit, you know, pretty Yeah, well, I kind of wish you would have won, too. Came back there, I thought something was going to happen. But it didn't, but oh well. I did have sex with a girl this weekend. Oh, you had sex with a girl. How did that go? Oh, you did. I bet you did. Well, <laughs> well, she was so stupid. She thought Sir Mix a Lot is good with vodka. That's all right. It's better than the other dumbass ones you had. <laughs> I chuckled internally. He <laughs> was laughing on the inside. Laughing on the inside. No way. Well, so yeah, it was. Uh, this weekend was kind of low key, man. Uh. Uh, and like I said, I didn't do too much. A lot of football watching, nothing. I took off Friday because, man, work wanted to do one of these fucking happy hour, virtual happy hour bullshit. Oh. Calling in for that, stupid as fuck. So I was just, I took off. I don't know. Didn't do there shit. There seems to be a trend of that. Anytime there's a online uh, social gathering at your company, you, you, you like to avoid those, which I don't blame you. I think those are lame. Um, I do at like two or three o'clock. I'm like, bitch, I'm still in the store. Like, what the fuck are you? I don't want to do this shit. I'm not trying to fucking do this. Stupid as goofy as fuck. I don't even do nothing, dude. I put the goddamn thing on and I fucking do like leave. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> that shit, man. There's nothing there. Oh, we could dress up. Oh, dress up is what? 
scavenger hunts and stupid uh, yeah. shit. It's like mandated fun, like I said, man. Mandated I fun. Not fun. Fun isn't mandated, okay? Yeah. I had a uh, my last job before this one. This one's good. In person, when we have team events, they're very low-key, but they're very... Uh, kind of don't give a shit. Good company, but they're smaller, more regional company, and everybody's across the country, so we don't do too much online. I think they respect that we're adults. But my last job, the manager came in. She was young, first manager job. She tried to start a, a team building and doing all that and online happy hours. And then she said we could all get together and do a happy hour one night in person. And, and I even told her straight up, she wanted feedback. And I said, I'm not going to do that. I said, I, I don't want to go out, meet my team. I, I, and I told her, and honestly, you ask for feedback, I'm going to give it to you. I do not have any interest in doing anything outside of my nine to five job. Um, you know, if I need to work harder or longer some days, I will, you know, that, that's fine. But I don't want to socialize. I don't want to be your homeboys. I got plenty of homeboys and homegirls. I, I don't need any more. Um, it's not going to happen. I like to separate my work from my, uh, you know, my regular life. And dude, these people that take their cell phones and shit with them when they're off on PTO, what the fuck is that all about? They do what now? People that carry their phones and computers with them when they're on vacation. Oh, they work phones. Yeah, what the hell? I've got a, uh, I've got a boss right now that does that, and I think it's bizarre to me. I mean, if you're off work, man, I'm not answering the phone. I'm sorry, it's not. It kind of depends on what you're doing if you're. If you're like a boss, it might be a little bit different, but I don't do that shit. So. Yeah, I mean, I think there's asterisks beside that, but I think in my position, and I would think most people's position, if you can leave your work at the desk, you're not a neurosurgeon that your uh, talent and expertise requires you to be at the hospital of a moment's notice to sew up a brain aneurysm. I can understand taking your pager and shit with you, but for the most guys working that white-collar grind or blue collar grind whatever it may be doing you're out there whatever you may be doing out there i had a stroke sorry uh yeah i just i don't get that i had a yeah he just said he's going on a week vacation but his work phone will be on him in case you need something but we have a backup boss what's the point of putting a backup in place if you're going to answer your phone all right yeah well that's a good point that is a good point, my friend. Fuck work. Uh, do you want to go in and go over picks? Like, not do picks, but go over the results and then do picks later we'll do. Or... Yeah, why not? We can do that All for right. sure. Because we still have a... What's, what's our Seattle score right now? I'm not watching that one. Uh, 21-3 Seahawks. Where are we in? The fourth quarter? Third quarter? Uh, it is the fourth quarter. I'm going to say the Seahawks are going to win that thing. If they don't, I will come back and update. But I don't even remember who I picked. I'm pretty sure I didn't pick New York, though. No, you did not. You picked Seattle. Um, what do we got for picks, then? Four picks this week. Let's start with NCAA. And LD is not allowed to come back and do picks because he smoked it last week. 10 for 11. Whoa. That was almost perfect. Uh, that was impressive. And... Really impressive. Uh, shout out LD. That really is really good. Uh, you, myself, and Wiss all tied at six for 11. Mm. So, yeah. And our guest, Jimmy, uh, 7 11 
like the convenience store. So uh, good job, LD. Really good job, LD. Jimmy, well done. Um, if you're interested in submitting your picks, let us know. You can do them in the chat, and we'll follow along. I'll try to document the best I can. NFL picks. Uh, Grant Mills, you were 10 for 15 last week, as was Jimmy. Uh, Wilson, uh, nope, actually, I was 9 for 15, as was LD, and Wisp was 8 for 15. So. Oh, what happened, Wisp? Yeah, the NFL picks are always going to be much harder uh, than the college picks, but damn, the college picks. You know, the uh, LD, good. I'm impressed with uh, some of those. Uh, Wisp and uh, LD both had Oregon State, so did Jimmy. Uh, that was a good call. I thought Utah looked really good. And then, uh, you know, you and I went South Carolina over Tennessee. And, uh, uh, did we? Fuck. I did. I, I, th- I thought, you know, I, I think we were talking last week about shooting for some underdog shit. And it was Tennessee's time. Tennessee didn't impress us. I think we were just talking shit. And my dumb ass went Syracuse over Clemson. So, man. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. it was a bit of a dicey road on this week, but, you know, we had some people make out pretty good, like old Eldie. Yeah. Well, you know, hindsight's always going to be twenty twenty. It's crazy you watch the game, and, you know, the pick comes in that you didn't choose, and you're like, oh, I knew I should have picked the other motherfucker. But then if you pick the right pick, it's like, I knew they were going to fucking do it. So I stick by my picks. I, I look at, you know, I probably look in it too hard, and sometimes I think you just need to go with the flow. So on the NCAA front last week, LD, great job. Guest Jimmy, uh, he stepped in. Great job on those. Y'all were number one and number two. LD almost did 100%. And then we were all kind of wavering between 10, 9, 8 on uh, NFL picks. So Wiss being in last on both picks. So good job, Wiss, as always. Let's go ahead and get in the calls. All right, we got Raj in North Khaki. What's up, Raj? What's up, Raj? Hey, folks, this is Raj. I want to say hi. I'm not going to talk about my Carolina Panthers right now. They're doing very terrible. I wish I had um, somewhat of uh, people around him that were better. I have a question for you. As far as QBs, Jared Goff or Lamar Jackson? I like Jared. And uh, what do you think? I will hang up and listen. Thank you. Thank you, Raj. Um, I think I'd go Jared Goff. He's been to a Super Bowl. I think Lamar Jackson's good, man, but his style of play, he's got a more risk of getting hurt, which has happened. And uh, But I think if he can stay healthy, man... That's really the big thing about that. That's the big main deal. Because if you can't play games, well, you, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? So, I mean, you know, I'm going to go with Jared. What do you think? I agree with Jared Goff on that. Good pick. Um, They're doing good this year. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was talking about that with some other guys uh, earlier. There's a – I don't think people understand how hard being a quarterback is at – any level, but at the NFL, I mean, it's, you're really not even, I don't know how to say it because you're an athlete, but you have to have some hyper intelligence, some super quick thinking. It's a very tough grind. And we were talking about how a lot of these guys, uh, Bryce Young, for example, I know uh, Raj didn't want to talk about the Panthers, but let's put him on there. He's never lost like he has right now. Never been through this. 
And he's probably going to be a really good quarterback. He's got that capability. But I think a lot of quarterbacks benefit being under a veteran for a while. I really do. And, and playing, you know, mop-up duty if that – you don't see a ton of that in the NFL anyways. But um, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. But if I'm picking between the two, I, I, I give the nod to Goff. Yep, yep, yep. I think so too. Yeah, good question. Oh, yeah, I like Lamar, y'all. He's pretty much beastly. And I think he'll fucking do what he is. Yeah, I think he'll get hurt. Yeah, I mean, that style is just – can't do that in the in the NFL. You got to be like a Patrick Mahomes, and he's not Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is special. Patrick Mahomes is special. I watched you know that game last night, and oh yeah, man. But the, though, man, look, I'm, here's the thing about that game: the refs wanted. There are so many bullshit ass calls they missed. There's a straight up holding call on the third down. Um, the third down play, that big play they fucking didn't get. Fucking KC, or, um, goddamn, yeah, KC was holding like a motherfucker, dude. Mm-hmm. Or they did, I can't remember, was it, uh, I think, no, KC had the ball, and it was like third down. And so, yeah, yeah. And there was offensive holding. holding. Yeah, yeah. No, the off- offensive holding. Offensive so, holding. Yeah, KC had the ball. They fucking threw it way down, got that big completion, but there was a fucking hold, like, right there. Dude was fucking holding it. Uh, yeah. On like third down, so they wouldn't have got, man, the refs, man, suck, dude. That's not the only call, so that was a booty-ass. That, that was, was a booty game. I, I don't care for uh, for either of them, but, but you watch him, and he's good because he's intelligent. He's fast enough to be dangerous on the ground, but he, he's accurate and smart enough to, you know, be. you've got to have that whole, you know, in, in baseball, the, the five-tool player, the five-utility player, Um You've got to have all of them, and he's one of those guys that does because people don't want to leave a receiver open because he, he can throw a dime. Uh, but you, you can't really – it's hard to spy in the NFL. So he's a great player, though, and, and that was a smart move, refs aside. You know, he didn't even run into the end zone to score. He, he slid, and he knew he could run off the clock. That was That's a high IQ football move at that level. So Yeah, I, I agree, though, and, and the whole KC thing. I have Travis Kelsey as uh, my tight end on M Fantasy. He didn't really do too much last night, but I am the only undefeated person now in my league. But, man, I cannot tell you, not even going to say your name, I'm tired of that shit, dude. Let's play football. Uh, just, yeah. can, I don't like this whole celebrity shit there, the shit show, man. These guys probably never gave two fucks about it up until this became a, a you know glamour shots and shit like that, which – I don't know. That might be a marketing genius, marketing publicity stunt, man. Oh, it's share like a motherfucker. Oh, she's closing in on being a billionaire. I mean, absolutely. I don't, I don't give a fuck about her. I'm talking about bringing shit to the NFL. Like, who thought of this? Well, I'm saying, I, you know, I agree with that. But God, God, I mean, they said, uh, you know, Travis, everything, like you said, marketing and social media. But after it was announced he was dating her, again, I'm not going to say her name. I think he went up almost a million Instagram followers. This is not guys out there following him because of that, obviously. Oh, no. So, yeah, maybe gay guys. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 40% uh, the, the gay guys for sure. And probably. But I mean, that's more exposure for him. The more exposure he gets, the more people are going to want to tune in. The NFL, they're going to sell more jerseys. Uh, they're going to have some novelty jerseys with all this shit going on. So, yeah, I mean, it's perfect marketing. Uh, but you know, old school guys like me and I, and I'm, I'm for entertainment. I love entertainment. That's why I like the XFL and a little bit of USFL. 
and, and what they should be. But I love football at its core, and I don't want it to be diluted. And I especially don't want them to, you know, have shitty refs that are kind of, I don't want to say that's part of the script and all that shit, because I don't believe that's what it is. But I do believe they're going to turn a blind eye if it's going to favor a team that they're wanting no. to push a little bit. I think that's, yeah. It's, it's uh, definitely not out of the realm of possibility, so, yeah. For sure, my man. But, uh, yeah, oh, Travis Kelsey. Huh. Let's mm. go to Jerry in Tennessee. Hey, boys, this is Jerry Kirschberger from Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> what about them Tennessee Vols, boys? They know they whooped some butt this past weekend, and we're ready for Bama. Oh, I can't wait to whoop on y'all. We all have Yeah, I knew he was going to call it. Jerry, it's South Carolina, okay? Don't be a bitch. They're not that good. Yeah. So... Yeah, stop fucking getting off. Y'all ain't even really played a real team yet. Oh, Florida, they're not that good. And they beat y'all. Yeah. So what is he talking about? He's going to be a thorn in our side for the rest of the season. And as always, we appreciate all of you guys' calls. We just don't like Jerry that much. Yeah, we don't, but we'll let him come on and talk shit. That's half of the fun, even though he's an idiot. But... Yeah, Tennessee's got a long way to go. Um... I, you know, Joe Milton, 239 yards last week. Uh, receiving leader is Squirrel White. Was that for Tennessee? Or was that just in the game? I'm just looking at the stats as we're running it. But uh, who's Tennessee? I haven't either. Uh, 49-13 over Virginia. Austin P 30-13. They had that Florida win, but we've also seen Florida ain't shit. UTSA, 45-14. And they beat South Carolina, 41-20. to I thought Tennessee hasn't looked impressive. I thought South Carolina did. So, yeah, hey, I have no problem uh Tipping my hat to them. Uh, Spencer Rattler didn't really come to play like I was thinking he would. And uh, is what it is. Tennessee sitting at 1-1 in the conference. Um, What's South Carolina's record? They are 2-3 and three overall and 1-2 and two in the conference. So anybody with two losses at this point is probably going to be out of the conference running. I know it still seems silly, but we're still in division standings, uh, I think. Are they stopping the division next year and making it just the Southeastern Conference and having one team? Yeah, I think that's next year. Yeah, so this time, at this point of this year, you know, we still got seven teams in each division. So, uh, you know, once you're down two early this season, it's a tough comeback. So, yeah, South Carolina's already one and two in the conference. And you've got Missouri, surprisingly. You've got three undefeated SEC teams, and they're Georgia, Kentucky, and Missouri. Georgia, I understand. Kentucky and Missouri blow my fucking mind. <laughs> that's the yeah, crazy right. Kentucky's fucking getting it done this year yeah and we have a good pick this week that we'll get into later on our picks Kentucky at Georgia um, yeah I, I, I won't even say my pick yet we'll save that for later but everybody out there that are listening for picks later do some homework on that because I think that one could be dangerous very, very much so everyone <laughs> man 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 we got David in Nebraska. David. Hi there, this is your friend David from Nebraska. Hope you boys are doing good. I just want to know what you guys are thinking about this Taylor Swift. And yes, I am a Swifty boy. What are y'all thinking about Travis and, and, and Taylor? I think it's great. And uh, i just love to see these two together. What do you guys think about that? Have a good show, fellas. <laughs> 
this motherfucker. <laughs> we just talked about this, so I guess David just tuned in. Um, well, he was we sitting were... in the call bank waiting. And... David was in the sauna with four other naked men and uh, <laughs> just decided to call him. So, um, David, we just said we didn't. We didn't. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really clarify if I liked it or not. I think I'm kind of. Being in marketing, I can see the genius of it. And I'm like, why hasn't somebody done this yet? Because I don't know. Maybe there's just hadn't. I can't, I'm thinking back of any, uh, anything like this, you know, in the NFL with the, with a player and a celebrity. And it's not, it's nothing. It, at least nobody like Taylor. Like that's, she is a fucking, like if I was somehow to get with Taylor Swift, which that's not going to happen ever in life, but say yeah. just somehow, you know, I would try to impregnate her so fast. She's worth almost a billion. And she's like a worth almost a billion dollars. Come on, yep. man. Yeah. Um, and that's crazy money, man. So anyway, I, I think it's good for the NFL. Like I said, you're getting market share. You would never get uh, with just Travis Kelsey alone. You know, Justin, I mean, uh, not <laughs> Justin Bieber. He did that. Justin, uh, Bieber, Justin Bieber. Now that was one. Didn't he perform at the Super Bowl or something? I think he may have. Yeah, getting him on board is one of those things. I He's think about tried. as big as, as Taylor Swift, like I was just trying to say. Thank you for that. And uh, Justin Bieber, if, like, say he went out with um, a gay guy from the NFL, let's just say, what was that one that just retired? Call him Nassib. All right? That would be even crazy shit. He just retired, but let's say, like, he hooked up with them. First of all, you got the whole gay thing. And then Justin Bieber's crowd. Wow. That might even be more crazy shit. But Carl yeah. Nassib just retired, so that's not going to happen. I'm quite sure there's a lot of gay <laughs> NFL players, but, you know, which I don't Wait care. Up. I don't have a problem with them. I love gay people. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, my thoughts of Justin Bieber came out there, and I don't know. That was – that was. Well, uh, I, I think – I would say, and I think that's a good comparison, she's probably the female equivalent to his uh, – when he was yeah, – you know, the exactly. Bieber mania. Yeah, that's I what think I was that my boy yeah. was helping me because he, we, you see, Jay Wiggy and I are almost of one mind. You know what I'm saying? So he knew what I was trying to say. And he just fucking, he, you know, that's how a good podcast partnership goes, folks. Absolutely. I knew exactly what was happening. Uh, uh, <laughs> good salvage. The, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, that was a question. We, we had already answered it for you, but we appreciate your call. So, I, I think uh, Grant Mills nailed it more than I could have. From the marketing standpoint, I understand it. From the man, I, I'm with you, but God, I just cannot get on board with her. I just don't. She's 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 a, 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 a at best a six and a half at best. Uh, I think she is. She's one of those girls I have to like. Like if she has like the shorter blonde hair. I think she looks hotter. That long, like hair doesn't look with the long. bangs. It looks like a midwestern high schooler. It's, yeah, uh, long ratty hair she's got. I don't know, man. I like the sh when she had the shorter blonde hair. She was kind of hot. Um, I yeah. don't think she's terrible, but you know she has to have that look going. She can't just some women are so fine. It don't matter, but somebody got to get that. They can't. You got to have a certain look. You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I don't. I think. Uh, Outlets like Sports Center, ESPN, of course, which same thing. But uh, Barstool, they they all beat these stories to death. They're they're on Colorado's dick, and they're on this whole Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey thing. I get it; it's it's big for pop culture, whatever. At the same time, give it a little bit of a fucking rest. God, I'm just tired of hearing it. 
Oh yeah, they're going to be pushing it. And oh man, Kansas City is a team that's going to make it deep into the playoffs at least, or at least the AFC Championship, if not the another fucking Super Bowl. So that's this is going to. Oh god, they want him to propose they, to her at the Super Bowl. Imagine if that fucking goes like that. Oh god, here we go. I'm going to wish she'd propose at the Super Bowl game. I don't know about that because I think the uh, Super Bowl is put on by Pepsi, and she—I think she signed a Coke. Yeah, I don't yeah, think that's going to happen. Already be Usher, anyways. So, uh, oh, is it? I didn't even know they—they they had the goddamn act. Yeah, Usher. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, Usher. I love Usher, y'all. He's so good. <laughs> yeah, Usher be. <laughs> I knew it. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, man, I will be. Uh, Oh, goddamn, seeing that story develop as the season unfolds, folks. Stay yeah. tuned. <laughs> Good, great question. We loved answering that. Thank you. Call in again. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go to Roger in, uh, where is Roger? Connecticut. Roger in Connecticut. Welcome into the show. Hey, fellas, this is Roger. I'm up here in Connecticut. I just wanted to ask you boys, uh, what's your favorite winter time or cold weather meal? I love some Hungarian goulash around these parts. What about you guys? I want to know. And uh, I'll hang up with a listen. Thanks, guys. I love your show. Hungarian goulash. Wow. That sounds like a man that loves Hungarian goulash. That's a hearty meal there, sounds like. What do you like in the wintertime there, Wiggy? Uh, you know what, though? I, it made me think I do love beef stew. Uh, good hearty beef stew in the crock pot. Uh, that is a... Uh, a meal that I really love. We talked a couple of weeks ago. Uh, beef stew is one of those things. If it's real hearty and thick, I like having a putting some of it on rice too. Uh, have you ever done that? Taking some of that and put it on that rice. Sounds pretty good. I haven't had beef stew in a while. Yeah, it's good. Uh, my wife and I made some last year and uh, busted that. Oh yeah, I was going to ask you. Does uh, your wife like Taylor Swift? Uh, no, not at all. Okay. No, she's not on board with that. My daughter does. My ten-year-old, she loves her. She think she's the greatest singer of all time and I, I think she just heard of her two weeks ago so um yeah what? she's already really? yeah she's she yeah it surprised me she she printed out some pictures and put them on her wall in her room and i was like all right how the hell do you know it's weird watching kids uh learn pop culture i guess it was probably weird for my parents walking in and seeing like sound garden posters um shit like that but um she does my wife does not but they both love beef stew in the winter time what do you like in the as for winter culinary experience I like a nice chili oh yeah it's pretty nice chili man you know no beans uh, and um i can get down with no beans it's pretty simple man you know good maybe get some you know crackers or oh that um, sounds good yeah i'm trying to think of something else but crackers is really all i would do um so yeah that's I'm pretty simple. You know what? I got a good question for you on that. Talking about food, um, I think you know the, the Hungarian goulash. Uh, I'd have to see what that is, but that doesn't sound too bad. You know, uh, hearty beef stew and uh, chili, no beans. Agree with that? No beans uh, crackers sounds good. Is there a particular drink or beverage uh, you like in the winter time? Like I, uh, you know, I'll obviously kick up my straight bourbon in the whiskey. If I, I love to sit outside when it's kind of like chilly out, kind of bundle up. Uh, sip on some neat bourbon but also 
had one pumpkin beer one time that I liked. I don't typically like it, but there was one that I had from Salem, Massachusetts that was just a perfect wintertime L. Do you have something like that, an alcohol drink that you go to in the winter? Or, nah. Not really. <clears throat> I kind of like it. eggnog. It's kind of strange. Really? It's different, but it's got to have, you know, obviously alcohol in it, but uh, sure. I think it, it's... Uh, I don't know. I think it's not bad. You got to get a good one or you got to make it yourself. Now, there are bad eggnogs out there, but uh, if done right, I think it can be good. When we went out a couple years ago after, uh, I was too hammered to remember, after one of our annual Christmas festivities in West Dolomite, uh, did the bar downtown, the one that pops up at Christmas every year, did they have an eggnog drink or am I just misremembering shit? Uh, that I can't, I don't know. Probably. I don't mind getting down trying it out. They would probably have one, I would think. Okay. I'll have to try that. Uh, so, yeah. Man, I like food and grilled cheese and some tomato soup, yeah. And then put some liver on my grilled cheese. But again, you guys. Oh, you and that liver. It's fucking disgusting. It's liver. so good. I made tasty food. Especially with American cheese, yeah. Oh, that man. sounds fucking gross. Disgusting. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, I just don't know what's good. That's terrible, Wes. I don't think I've ever had liver that's good. Like, like I've uh, ooh, this liver. I want liver. Ugh, it's fucking disgusting. That's where like all the shit comes out of. Fucking pretty tasty, yeah. Oh, you're weird. I don't like that shit. Come on, fuck out, yo! I was talking shit about a player, Steve. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, dude. That's fucking gross. I'm uh, y'all don't get no booze. <laughs> oh, okay. I forgot my non uh, my non love of literary quits to my pussy gang. Well, I mean it is what it is, dumbasses. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and let's see what Harriet's doing over there in T-Town. Harriet. Hey, boss, this is Harriet. I just want to say hey and roll tide. Hope y'all doing well. What y'all think about this A and M game? I think it's a trap game. And I just don't know how we play and we get a win. But what you think these boys can do? I think they'll win it, but I think it might be a tough one. And A&M always a motherfucker. So tell me what you boys think. I'm just going to say, Lord God, I love you boys. Have a great show now. Thank you, Harriet. This is a bit of a weird game. It's almost like Auburn's gotten about to. That kind of deal. I don't know. Who's the fucking quarterback? Is it Max Johnson now? Yeah, and, uh, they won this past weekend, did they not? Yeah, they uh they beat Arkansas. Uh, uh yeah, hmm. Yeah, so Damn, it's really twenty two. I don't. No, they changed that court. Did they? Is it Max Johnson or they? They got rid of Connor Wegman. Is that right? Or is I it, think he got hurt or something. That's right. Um. Yeah, and Max Johnson came in and uh, he's done really well. I. I don't have a good feeling about this one just because it's at A&M. I think that's a big factor. It's a 2.30 game. And also, uh, I'm cursed because typically when Alabama loses during the season, it usually happens the weekend of uh, my birthday or around that time. Um, and it ruins the celebration for everybody. Actually, you know what? It amps it up because everybody wants to drink, so fuck it. Um, and all since I, I will say this, Alabama has gotten progressively better. I think every game since that South Florida game, Ole Miss uh, and uh, uh, 
this past week in Mississippi State, they, they've just looked a lot better, more of a well-oiled machine. Texas A&M doesn't really have the resume. They've beaten Auburn, which I would say has been their marquee matchup, considering how well Auburn played Georgia, 27-10. Arkansas, 34-22. They played Louisiana Monroe. They lost to Miami, 48-33. And then uh, New Mexico they beat. So I think Alabama has the better experience against tougher teams, but Jimbo at Kyle Field, I, I think that's a t- – you know what? I'll leave it at this. Alabama has to play the same grind, no mistake, nearly no mistake kind of game they played against Mississippi State. Boring, draw it out, kill them on the clock, score every time, and play good defense. And if they do that, they'll win. I mean, Bryce Harper's got to be good, yeah. Who? <laughs> Bryce Harper? Uh, that's a baseball player, fool. And then Bryce Young is not – He's he plays pro ball. Yeah, he didn't even – yeah, if I whisk, what the fuck? God, he's off. that crack, man. I'm like, listen, I shut it. <laughs> Wiss told me last year he thought AJ McCarron was the backup. <laughs> I'm like, now you're just making up shit like a dumbass. No. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought you watched football. I do, dumbass. Fuck y'all. I don't know, man. Come on, dude. Bryce Harper? You're a fucking baseball player, you idiot. Hey, you shut up. <laughs> God, you've been getting football tips from your girlfriend or some shit, you dumbass. I'm really, she knows a lot about shit, yeah. Obviously not, if she thinks Bryce fucking Harper plays for Alabama this year. Uh, well, I'm about to fucking get off of here, you dumbass. You're talking about Bryce shit. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're not. Shut up. Anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> well, uh, Wiss. Wiss will not analyze our uh, shit anymore, but uh, how you feeling, Grant Mills? You kind of, uh, you think it's a trap game? Yeah, very well could be. Uh, I see Bama winning it, though. I do, too. I think it'll I be... Have uh, a gut feeling. I don't I don't think it'll be like the Mississippi State game. I think you'll have like a... I think a Milrow can keep the mistakes at a minimum. Uh run he, he looked good on the run he actually looked good mid-range passing i think that's his limit for passing um very short range short distance but they've they've, they've ran a lot better offense and saving returned the actual saving where he's getting on everybody's ass that's what we needed and uh you know i've said it every week alabama's defense i think is the unsung heroes of the tide they are really good they've done really well i think mississippi state holding them at a Seventeen was 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 pretty pretty decent. Probably shouldn't have been that much, but you know, overall they've had a, a, a good year so far. Um, so we'll see. I think it'll be closer. If I had to put a score on it, thirty-one Bama. I'll go seventeen Texas A&M. I don't know. I think Bama will win though, but we can we'll pick that <laughs> pick that again later. I guess. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Wes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a break right now. Everybody go out and get your drinks and drugs and uh, take a shit or piss. And uh, we'll do some news on the other side and uh, vintage game reviews and, uh, and whatnot. So we'll meet us back here in a little bit, folks. We'll be right back. 
Let's do some video game and other news. <laughs> and 49.2 seconds, but once his regular attempt was over, he continued to eat peppers until he reached a total of 135. The number earned him the number two spot on the League of Fire Reaper Challenge leaderboard, which, that's <laughs> a mouthful, which tracks attempts to eat the most of the peppers in a single sitting. Jack said he has built a tolerance to spicy foods over the past 20 years, but he still feels discomfort. Quote, the initial shock of spiciness is intense. The second one doesn't seem as bad, but each one after that gets hotter and hotter as the peppers touch new places in your mouth, Jack told Guinness World Records. He said the mouth pain is nothing compared to the stomach discomfort. Quote, I get bad cramps. It feels like someone is squeezing and twisting my guts. He said, your mind is telling you to stop, but you have to convince yourself to keep pushing through, end quote. <laughs> pushing through for what? That prestigious Guinness World Record? Okay. I feel you, man. <laughs> I'm hoping this is some charity shit like they all do, but it's, I don't see anything. That's a lot. I cannot. Wow. Some people die off that shit, like they have heart attacks and shit with some of this stuff. I was just going to say, and I just pulled up the article to chime in on this the one chip challenge a 14 year old teen who was supposedly otherwise healthy oh, yeah i saw that died yeah and there was somebody else that uh another uh child who was how old was this motherfucker i shouldn't talk to a motherfucker um <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, my uh yeah i mean i i don't so they have a warning children or anyone sensitive to spicy foods or who has food allergies is is pregnant or who has underlying health conditions should not try a one chip challenge that's one chip that is flavored with this carolina reaper pepper uh so this gentleman set a world record eating how many uh i think the whole thing was 135 but then he ate 50 of them super fast good for like, you know six minutes and 49.2 seconds he ate 50 of them and then went to eat 85 more for a total of the 135 in one sitting this doesn't That's sound, crazy. Yeah, that doesn't sound appealing to me. Now I'm wondering if, well, does does it get worse if you eat more, or if you already eat one, your mouth's already burning at its limit that it can't get hotter. You're just eating more and just consuming more at that point. 
He said it feels like it's get, it gets worse. Ugh, I don't want to try this shit. I, I don't even... Uh, I like a little spicy food. I have no problem with that. But when you get to this uh, Carolina Reaper pepper, Reaper pepper, uh, I, I don't want to do something that can make my brain spasm. And that's apparently what's happened. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit much. I like spicy too, but like I can't even handle jalapenos anymore because they have a weird Scoville thing. Like you eat one of them and there's like, it's not hot. And you eat another one and it's like super hot. So. That's what I'm curious if it's like just so the a jalapeno, according to this article, uh, says 3,500. So that's on the very mild. But if you eat two, now are you at 7,000? And then if you eat like a certain amount, or if they grow a hotter one, I mean, is it is it multiplying every time you take another bite? I mean, hmm. I, I need a we need to do a deep dive into the Scoville. Uh, we need to go down to the Pepper Historical Museum and talk to one of their guys about the Scoville units. Yeah, I gotta know about these Scoville units, man. That is some information I have to know. We'll have them on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll get them on the podcast, man. Oh, what else is going on? I think there's another. Now, you're in it working out. Do you? When you go work out, do you do chin ups or? I do. Big fan okay. of them. Is that the same thing as a pull up? Different. Uh, a, a pull up is your hands are. You're overhanded pulling. Yeah, it's the underhanded pulling. Oh, okay, okay. Well, now I know. I learned something today. So, a 45-year-old Colorado man breaks chin-up world record by Ben Hooper. 45-year-old dad from Colorado put his physical training to the test by breaking the Guinness world record for the most chin-ups in one hour. Frank Sagona performed 1,010 chin-ups in the allowed time. Breaking oh. Stephen Highland's record of 993, which has stood since 2011. Quote, this is the ultimate strength or ultimate test of strength and mind over matter, in quotes, Sagona told Guinness World Records. And if you were wondering, um, see, is there a video? I don't see the video clip on here, so I don't know. Uh, you could probably Google it and maybe find, find something there. But he said his attempt was made extra challenging by a muscle strain in his back the day before the official attempt. I felt out of breath until the 44-minute mark. Then I started feeling like I could actually do it, end quote. And, end quote, my injury slowed down my chin-ups. I actually vomited right after the event, end quote. Sagona dedicated his record to his friend, Mike Rumpf, who helped him start training for the record three years ago, but died before he could see the hard work. Damn. <laughs> hard work payoff. I bet he really wanted to see that Guinness plaque there. Quote, this, is, this record was not only for me, but Mike's memory, end quote. All right, I guess that's kind of sweet. Uh, yeah, it's ripped. Uh, you think you could do that? A thousand no. ten chin-ups? And... No, I'm not built for that. The uh, you, you got to be ripped and, and a little bit skinnier than I am. Um, I, I, crazy. I, I, yeah, you got to be crazy. If you want to do the math, I just did it for you guys. That's about a chin-up every three and a half seconds for an hour. And I mean, if you think about a chin up itself, you have your, you start at the bar, you pull yourself over, then you lower yourself down. That's one. And if I'm doing it right here, I'm taking it. It's about two seconds, almost two seconds for one. There's no time for rest. That's really impressive. Uh, God, I mean, my fucking, I think there's a point where these records get unhealthy. You think, oh, he did that many chin ups, man. He ain't got to do chin ups ever again. Uh, it's impressive. I could not touch that. I would be lucky if I could do uh, 
10 right now in, in an hour or so. Yeah, that's a bit much. But, all right. You know, yeah. I got another world record there for you guys. So, But that's an yeah. impressive one, though. I, I, I do uh, tip my hat to that one because that's, uh, God, that, that's got to be painful, especially after you get uh, into the latter part of that hour. My God. So, tip your hat. He did it for his uh, buddy who passed away. So, that's a good world record. I like that one. Yeah, not bad. Better than, you know, what was one we had? I don't even know. Juggling, like, um, fucking dildos or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we that was Wiss who set that one. Oh, sorry. You wish, you dumbass faggot. <laughs> Wiss! Watch your mouth, young man. You watch my dick, you dumbass. <laughs> I don't want to watch your dick. I fucked both of y'all with my ass. What would Wendy say about that? I'm really <laughs> Forgive me for even starting him. All right. My, my. Let's change the subject. Right now we have a video game thing here. Have you played the new Mortal Kombat 1 game? I guess no. it's like, a, a, it's not a, it's a fighting game, but it's not. There's something. It's more of an no. adventure game. Is that what I'm fucking supposed to believe here? Ah, uh, was it like that weird, uh, Stories of Sub Zero. Do you remember that game they came out with? Vaguely, uh, I think you 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 are fighting on this. I'm not really sure because there's a video clip of it, and it looks like it's a fighting deal. But MK I thought it was yeah. I thought it was uh, more of like an RPG. Might be wrong. Looks good. Um, Graphics are great. Yeah, this one's by Ashley Bardhan. It seems there's an 89 hit Mortal Kombat 1 combo. So, Mortal Kombat player Gerard Gooden or Ninja Killer 212 demonstrated how absurd Mortal Kombat 1 combos can get by throwing Demon Warrior Baraka for nearly a full minute. Though the game was only just globally released on September 19th, Gooden represents a committed number of nerdos already trying to find the most extreme ways to play. Jared gets no punane. In this case, Gooden was successful, and the clip he posted to Twitter on September 27th freaked everyone else out. Quote, your opponent hits you in within this tournament, he wrote. End quote. And then, quote, what you doing? End quote. Quote, dude, 89 hits. End quote, says one popular reply. Quote, I'm definitely quitting and smacking him with the controller. <laughs> End quote. Uh, so if you want to see this, it's on your tip and just Google that shit, right? And, uh, see, we got some other input from Nerdo gamers. Quote, this is actually busted, says another. And quote, not because of damage, but because of how long the combo is. The round is going to be over by the time I touch the ground, end quote. Fighting games like MK have always allowed for very long combos or infinite combos, it seems. But Gooden's post is uh, a stunningly spooky reminder of what you can actually do in the game. Uh, so it looks like Gooden uses Wicked Sorcerer Sang Sloan, who alternates between his older and younger selves to his fullest capacity, pulling blazing ground skulls up from stone and launching them Baraka's folded body. Repeatedly, Baraka flops into the air, groaning at the juggling loop he's stuck in. To keep going, Gooden uses Scorpion as a cameo assistant. Extra fighters you can use in a character select, parentheses. A few times letting the assassin breathe flames onto Baraka. This move launches the warrior higher and higher to the air, extending time the time Gooden is able to keep knocking him back with the same upward movement attack. 
Uh, is there a combo breaker on this thing? I don't see one. I'm actually watching the video as we speak, and he's at 65, 66, 67, <laughs> and Scorpion keeps popping in to blow some fire on Baraka's poor ass. Uh, <laughs> he's just lifting him up, bouncing him. Scorpion pops in to blow a little fire on him, and his health bar is still only half full. There he goes. He stopped. So he hit the... So it didn't I don't kill know, him. It didn't kill him. I, I, I think that was... Uh, it only killed about half his health, so um, bizarre. I, I don't know how the. Uh, I mean, if this was an old school game, what you know, a twenty hit combo was uh, impossible. Uh, almost you could do them. I had a pretty lethal one with Cabal, one of my favorites in MK3. But uh, th this is just kind of annoying. He's not really. I wouldn't even call this a combo. He's just doing the same move over and over. Uh -oh. Like some and trickery. It's, it's kind of a. It, it's kind of uh, my brother and I used to call it the tripping factory. If you, uh, especially, you you remember in MK one, if you got close enough, um, and you kept tripping and tripping and tripping and tripping and tripping, low kick, spamming it, mm. they could not get out of that, and block did not block that in that game. So, um, you can throw them if you were close enough, but if you got in the right spot, you just trip them. So it's kind of spamming a move. It's not really a impressive. Uh, combo. Not a true combo. I got you. Okay. No, there's no punches involved. He's just bringing this little smoke shit from the ground up that knocks them off their feet, and he's just spamming it to uh, yeah, yeah. That's not that's not fun. There you go. We're exposing the brutal truth of combo trickery. Not even real combos. Yeah. So there you go. Take a look at that video, folks, and uh, judge for yourself. But we've pretty much already told you the deal. I know that game, Killer Instinct. Do you remember that game? Love that. Great game. Crazy combos in that game. Good like characters 30, and good. 40 hit combos. Yeah, good sounds in that game, too. That was a uh, really cool game. Killer yeah, Instinct. it was. It was pretty fun. Uh, I remember playing that one in the arcade and the home versions. So. Yeah, a neat little uh, thing about that game was the first game I played and my brother and I played online when we had X-Band. I don't think hardly anybody remembers X-Band, but uh, it was a little unit that you could connect to a Super Nintendo and you put the game on top and then you plug a phone line to the side. Uh, not a lot of people had it um, and it was on dial-up, so you could imagine how slow it was. But yeah, we played Killer Instinct on that. Uh, one time against a guy that also lived in Alabama who had to be on at the same exact time uh, within a 50-mile radius, and it was sluggish. But I will always remember that the first game I ever played online was Killer Instinct. Great game, though. Really cool game. Yeah, it was a, was a good game. I'm going to do one more video game story here. Uh, uh, for you Doom lovers, new Doom mod. Basically, a badass Indiana Jones game. This one is by Zach Zwingling. New free mod, Venturus brings globetrotting adventure and Nazi killing to the Doom engine. It's my favorite kind of killing. There's Nazi killing. Yeah. Doom is still a very good first-person shooter, of course, even if it's nearly 30 years old. But that first world-changing chapter did lack something that its predecessor, Wolfenstein 3D, had plenty of, and that's Nazi killing, folks. Thankfully, a new total conversion mod for Doom called Venturus has fixed this and the and in the process created a whole Indiana Jones-inspired game. Released all the way back in 93, 9 Trey. The original Doom from ID Software was a big step forward for video gaming technology. It also helped popularize the first 
first-person shooter genre. Even today, three decades later, people are still playing and modding Doom and all of its sequels, so it's not shocking that in 2023, some nerdo has spent a lot of time on a brand new total conversion mod for the original Doom that turns the game into a Nazi-killing adventure that sees you spanning the globe as you look for the lost city of Atlantis. Adventures developed by Pixel Fox came out earlier this, earlier this month, but in the last week has become more popular as folks have discovered this rad adventure-themed mod. I just came across it, and I was kind of fucking with it. I didn't really get to play it too much, but I'm, I might try to really get into it. And really, you know, Doom is Doom, but, you know, you got your basic funness. But with this this new thing, uh, I could be pretty... I'd probably bring back Shades of Wolfenstein, kind of like what this article said. And um, I played the shit out of Wolfenstein 3D, man. Great game. I remember hours on that damn game. So, um, <clears throat> this is something I'm going to get more into. Like I said, I scraped the surface a little bit. Before the show, kind of doing some pre-show stuff, and uh, it's it's pretty seems pretty cool. But I think when you get to playing, I mean, maybe you could really kind of get into it, man. Um, the mod has seven maps split across three areas, with each map featuring new weapons and enemies. Uh, looks like you got a MP40 SMG, and it does a lot of uh, damage very quickly. Uh, a new lever action shotgun is also just as good, it seems. And dangerous as any shotgun found in the official ID software shooters. So this Pixel Fox, who has only created two maps before this massive project, explained they made this mod because they wanted to play an Indiana Jones-style adventure in a retro shooter game or engine. So after a year of learning how to create something like a total conversion mod pack, this nerd has finished Venturous. So you can download this and check it out for yourself. It's free. Um, just a heads up before you hop in. You'll need to download and install GZD, GZD, Doom. It's GZDOOM. So, Gzadoom, GZDOOM, and get all that set up first. And this particular conversion requires a data file from the original Doom, not Doom 2. The original Doom, not Doom 2. But once you have that sorted, you'll be able to enjoy this mod and three decades worth of other cool uh, shit. So, yeah, do that. <laughs> Why not? Hooking you up with game here, and you can check out um, some video clips on YouTube. So just put in Doom Two Ventures Map One Mesoamerica, and it'll bring it right up there for you to look at if you would want to look at it uh, before doing that. So sounds pretty cool. I like it. Love Doom. What a great game. That was a good game. Very, very good. Very, very good. Very, very good. <laughs> Seahawks 24, New York Giants 3 is the final. So they got that ab whoop. The Giants are 1 and 3. They Ooh. paid Daniel, whatever the fuck his name is, all that money. It was like a $140 million contract. And they're Ouch. sitting at 1 and 3. Is Saquon injured? I don't know. Yeah. Oh my God. What are they gonna do? They're terrible. Huh. Yeah. So there you go, folks. That's the news. And the Giants lost. Um, like I said, I'm pretty sure that I did not pick them hoes. And we will get into that 
Or did we already get into that? I thought we did. We already, yeah, we are. We already gave results from last week. We got to get into uh, next week uh, soon, or this coming weekend, I should say. But uh, yeah, the Giants are whack. They're bo- bogus. Yes, they are booty folks. So, but they did have the Peyton and Eli. Uh, what simulcast? I guess you would call it. So I like that. I would rather watch. I always put it on them. When they're doing the uh, Monday night, when you have the choice there, so yeah, they're about the only novelty team uh, that I, that I could get into, especially because their experience is just yeah, unparalleled to anybody else that that, that does that, and, and they're funny. They got great rapport. Man, I try to watch when uh, they had Pat McAfee uh, doing the Alabama game and shit. I like Pat McAfee, but. Um, you know, they'll have him, you know, if you go to like ESPN2 sometimes, I think it was Alabama. Oh, when they did Texas? Yeah. Oh, God. That was it was kind of brash. Yeah, it was mm, It was out there a little bit. I, I kind of like it. I like him, but I could see where other people would be like, what the fuck? I love, it. I love him on game day. Uh, if he's doing color, you know, I can see that, but it just was a little more – Uh, it was rusty. He needs some more time if he's actually played by play and uh, – Doing legit color and not novelty color is what I would call it. All right, he's not he's not worse than RG three. RG three is fucking terrible. Yeah, RG three has just gotten worse and worse. I thought at first he was actually okay, and then I I think he's gotten so comfortable hosting or just getting away with saying stupid shit or nobody has said anything. It's bad. I mean, it's it's. I said it last week. I never understand uh, understand his you know, his ways to win the game or whatever the fuck it is. He'll say some random bogus shit like, you know, slam the alley-oop. Yeah, that means he's got to throw the ball more. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can't you just yeah. say, like, increase the passing or something like that? I mean, I, I know we want to act hip and shit, and that's fine, but at least say it where people that are, you know, 45 or older understand. So, Yeah, he's... Uh, he's too he's outlandish. He don't know when to be outlandish and when not to be. Yeah. Stuart yeah. Scott knew when to do that shit. And yeah. um, Michael Eaves is pretty good too. I like Michael Eaves, but you know he's kind of uh, he he knows when to you know do that shit. But the, the RG three man, you need to go back to fucking broadcasting school or some shit. Yeah. Do something. Stuart Scott was the legend at that. I could watch him on Sports Center every night. Our go-to broadcasting school, I guess. I don't know what the fuck he majored in, but it wasn't broadcasting. It was not. So, He's terrible at it. Yeah, only reason he got that job is because he's a former football player. But, yeah. hey, man, you know, there are some good ones, though, that are former football. You know, like we said, the Madden brothers are good. No, Greg McElroy is fantastic. Oh, yeah, uh, he's good. I like Cole Kubelik's good. I think Cole Kubelik's good. Uh, yeah, McElroy's really good, and, and as a Alabama quarterback, especially a national championship winning, he is very, very uh, unbiased, very smart, intelligent. He was you know, always said that people always said that about him in Alabama, and uh, but his, his his broadcasting continually gets better um, every every time I listen to a game that he's doing. RG threes every time it just gets more and more annoying. <laughs> yeah, just terrible. Yeah. I would agree. All right. Well, you know, I was saying, y'all, was it? I think it was last week. Uh, I got the retro game, a retro shooter on order. It still hasn't made it here because it's coming from uh, China, straight from China. 
Damn. And then the damn DHL. Who the hell knows if I'll ever get that damn shit. But um, we will I'll keep you guys posted on that because I'm definitely going to do a, a, a good review on that bad boy because it looks so cool. And um, we'll see. We'll see about it. But for today, we got one. Um, <clears throat> it's a Sierra title. Um, Leisure Suit Larry 7. Um, love for Sale. So... That is the title, folks. Let's go ahead and get into it. series this is a sierra online online title originally developed and published by sierra online in 1996 it was the last larry game written by al Lowe, and the last to feature the original protagonist larry laffer as the main character until the release of Leisure Suit Larry Wet Dreams Don't Dry in 2018. It followed the 1993 Leisure Suit Larry 6 Shape Up or Slip Out. Despite being known as Leisure Suit Larry 7 during its development life for sale was actually the sixth installment in the Leisure Suit Larry series due to the intentional non-existence of a fourth game. Interesting. After many of the Leisure Suit Larry games had gained a reputation for not actually featuring all that much raunchy content when analyzed, Love for Sale included more risque elements compared to previous installments. It also featured more fleshed out cartoon style graphics than its predecessors, as well as voice acting. A mobile game of the same name was also released um, by Vivendi Games. In 2007, the next game uh, in the series will be released is 2004's Leash Shoot Larry Magna Cum Laude. So, this is, excuse me, it's pretty much like all your typical Sierra games of the time, point and click, you know, pretty good graphics for the time. Um, players can appear in the game by placing voice samples of selected dialogue in a digitized photo in a particular directory. Um, that seems super nerdy back for that back then. Um, the default is the creator out low. Due to time constraints, the information to do so was not printed in the manual, but published sometime later in the online announcement. Huh. That's weird. It's weird shit with this game. But for sale also provides a more literal than usual uh, interpretation of Easter eggs. When certain obscure actions are performed, a small icon resembling an Easter egg flashes in the corner of the screen. This usually indicates that a seduction scene can now be played featuring nudity that is normally obscured. The game was also shipped with Cyber <laughs> with a Cyber Sniff 2000, a sheet of numbered scratch and sniff paper corresponding to a number displayed on the screen at a certain location so that the player can get a scent of what the area or what the what area what the area the player is holy shit damn <laughs> what the area the player character is in smells like jesus fucking christ all right <laughs> 
So I did play this um, via Steam. Um, I never played this originally, so kind of, I don't know. You might take this with a grain of salt. It was good, and it was, it was, it was fun, but I feel like it would have been more fun back then, right? When was this release? Uh, 1996. Yeah, I, I feel like if we were maybe a little bit older, 18 plus at that time, I would have gotten more more into this game. Man, if my parents walked in on me playing this shit, they would have been pissed. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it would have been cooler back then for the, the also the whole reputation that it had, you know, with the thinking you're going to see some titties or whatever, but um because now man i mean come on dude he's like full-blown right you know yeah giant dildos everywhere but <laughs> the gameplay as far as it goes it's got the puzzles quirky characters humorous dialogue so it's kind of it's falling in line with the rest of the games that they did at that time uh you got a wide array of zany characters with the puzzles you know to attempt to win over the ladies <laughs> Um, you got the clever interrogation of, uh, or interrogation. You got the clever integration <laughs> of many games and activities, such as like casino games, the Sierra Madre Club, and even a little trivia quiz show. So that's kind of cool. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of like the other games, drawing from them and his misadventures and a quest for puss. It's got the one-liners, innuendo, and all that shit. Uh, on this one, it's a cruise ship is the setting. And that kind of allows for a diverse cast of characters, scenarios, and comedic exploration, if you will. From a cranky old cruise director to a dominatrix-themed biker gang, every encounter adds to the absurdity and charm of Larry's journey. Um, like I said, the graphics, for its time, pretty good. Uh... Now I didn't really get to get in to get into this. I kind of did a play. We play. I played it for a little while. So, and even with its datedness, I'd say it's still a fun game that you should. If you got time, you know, everybody's different and likes different shit. But you know what? I want to give this a. Let me give it a two point five. Um, because I didn't have the. It might have been more if I could have played it back in the day, man. That's that's a that's a big thing if you played it before. Being it's the first time I got into it, you know, I don't think I allowed myself enough time, maybe. So I might go back to it and give you all an updated uh, review, if you will. Maybe, maybe not. Stay tuned. But for right now, I'm giving it a 2.5. Did you ever play any? You don't think you played any of those games back in the day, right? I don't. No. uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, I, I was aware of them. I, I think I was a little younger than, uh, you know, they started doing the ratings and shit, making sure you're a certain age. I would have gotten down on them, but I think I was too young. It was a little before my time uh, that I could get into something like this. But, man, I like them. I was aware of them, though, uh, because it was, like you said, I I, I thought they, they showed titties and shit. I, I'm guessing by what you said earlier, they did not actually show titties. Uh, they, would, they would show that stuff, but it was, like, not... You're still looking at the game when you're a kid. You're thinking, oh, man, it's going to be all kind of, you know, it's not like that. Right. I'm watching the walkthrough right now, and he's, like, on the cruise ship, and there's, like, you know, animated girls on the cruise ship, but it's not anything that's uh, X-rated or anything like that. It looks fun, though. It it definitely looks like a a fun game I would have gotten down on. So I may have to actually go down, get an emulator, and 
bust out some Leisure Suit Larry. Uh, they have them on the uh, they have some on the, the Switch too. I need to get one somewhere. <clears throat> yeah, so you can <clears throat> download all of them shits, and uh, <clears throat> you know they got the newer ones. Leisure so, Suit Larry. He's got all kind of offshoots on there too. Um, a new Sonic game's coming out. I think this month I need to look at that one and get a, a review for y'all on that new one that's going to be coming out because Sonic is always a classic. So Sonic's a great game. Wish I had an update on NCAA. Uh, they did see, I think there was a player that went to Nebraska Stadium uh, a little earlier in the in the day or before game time. He went for some event. And they were, EA was there on site doing uh, – I guess capture video capture of Nebraska Stadium. They actually had it as EA Sports uh, College Football 24. So it looks like they're going to package it as 24 rather than 25. Typically, they would release the year before. But um, no news is good news. They're still capturing. We're still looking at a June launch date. So try to update you guys. But again, man, there is no news. That was just a fan on Instagram that shared that, and uh, they're working on it still. Well, it's got some progress, it seems. Yeah, they've stayed pretty. Uh, I think they've stayed with. Uh, you know, I, I think being there at somewhere like Nebraska, who's really had a sad couple of uh, decades since the '90s. You know, if you're putting that much in investment to that team, imagine what they're going to do for big teams. I mean, I imagine they're going to give them all the same treatment. But I, I think, yeah, I think they're doing a lot of. Uh, I think they're really going to have it in depth. I'm excited to see it. I can't wait. I hate even talking about it almost because one, we're not getting any real news out of it, um, and two, uh, I, the more I talk about it, the more I'm excited about it because I want to upgrade my system. I want to get a new next gen system, and I want to play some football. I w- we need to have an all nighter with the guys and some drinks and, and bust out some Mitzi. Oh yeah, like a spend the night party. That'd be cool, dude. Throw it back. Hell yeah, man. Go out to the 65 inch, bust out some pizzas and shit. Get the boys over. Four controllers. Remember, you could bust out the four controllers. You get a lead blocker and shit. Get somebody to play fullback and lead block for your ass. That shit was fun as hell. Hell yeah, dude. That'd be awesome. We'll do it. Hell yeah. That's um the main. Do you got an NFL team yet? I do. Oh. Oh, we got a little team from Jay Wiggy. Oh, I did Let's a lot of get to the picks, guys. So, tell me, who's going to be your NFL pick there, buddy? All right, I did a lot of thinking on this. And I have gone with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. They won me over. I was close to, you know, I, I, I had, I went to social media. I talked to people. I did my research. Dallas and Miami were close. Um, I, I loved Dallas as a kid. I just couldn't get on board with Dallas again, man. I, I, I just, there's something about it. And Miami, I, I've been down towards Miami, just didn't like it. So I had two people suggest the Steelers. And one, I love Minka Fitzpatrick, one of my one of my favorite uh, Alabama players of all time, one of my favorite NFL players, great player. Uh, Steelers also have that partnership with U.S. Steel. My granddad retired from U.S. Steel. I have never been to Pittsburgh, but I actually watched some videos about it. Kind of, kind of liked what I saw, and it just it, they never occurred to me as a team that I could really. 
just never really thought about them. But the more I thought and the more they have that tough, gritty uh, style history, I felt like it was pretty parallel to who I am. And, uh, you know, Najee Harris, Mika Fitzpatrick, Levi Wallace, um, blue-collar team. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to rock with the Steelers. All right. Now, I know that y'all like the Steelers. I like Kenny Pickett. I think he's cool. But y'all know who my team is. It's the Bengals, Jeff. And they're sucking ass. Yeah, they, uh, they lost this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I forgot. Uh, I had it down here. Joe Burrow has been terrible. He is one of my fantasy QBs, and I made the best decision to remain undefeated. I benched Burrow in favor of Russell Wilson. And, uh, man, Burrow did just not good. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's not doing good. But it's still early in the season, and uh, they should get it together, man. He's. I think he's still a good quarterback. I don't know what's going on with him. He's just having a rough go of it. Yeah, they uh, lost to the Titans this weekend. and uh, Oh, yeah, Derek D. Hen. He was yeah. getting all over him. He's still there, man. I, I watched some of his uh, – you know, he posts a lot of the workouts and shit that he does in, in the offseason. And, man, he's he's a tough boy for, for putting a lot of miles on, on these guys that run a back's body, man. He's, he's, I think he's still – I think his uh, – I think he's still got some really good years ahead of him. Yeah, boy. Let's go ahead and get into the picks. You want to do the NCANC double? Let's rock. I will. And uh, did we get the sound effect for the picks? Oh, did we? I thought we did. You probably did. I just wanted to hear it again. All right. Um, <laughs> Good. That worked really well. <laughs> Throw them all out there. You know what? I've only we're only going to do eight games this week, but the eight games are good, man. But the this is one of those weeks where the good games are good games and the shitty games are probably not going to be worth watching. Um, all right, let's see. My NCAA picks, I think this first one is going to be a pretty intense game. You got number 12, Oklahoma, versus number three, Texas. Grant Mills, who do you like in that, Sooners or the Longhorns? Uh, I'm going to go uh, Longhorns. Yeah, I agree. I think the Longhorns win it. Uh, I think the Sooners can bring it a little bit, though. They haven't been as good since Mr. Riley left, but I think it'll be a good game. Wiss, what you got? Oh, Oklahoma game. All right, I could. Shit, they're number 12. That is a this... rivalry game, is it not? Is that Red River rivalry? Yeah, Oklahoma. So. Yeah, they'll be at Texas. I think this is a – I think it'll be good. I, I, I do. I, I, I'm still thinking the Longhorns are one of the better teams in the country, but I think Oklahoma will bring it. This game doesn't seem good on paper, but – and Maryland hasn't played anybody, but they're undefeated. Loxley and uh, has got uh, Tua's younger brother, Talua. Talulia? Talia? Talia. Talia. Yeah. yeah, Talia. He's got Talia. him kind of dialed in. He's playing better every week. They're undefeated, Maryland. Former Alabama OC Mike Loxley. Uh, they're playing Ohio State. So Maryland versus number four Ohio State. I don't think Maryland will win, but I think they'll make it a game. So I'll go to the Buckeyes. Uh, what you got, Grant Mills? Um. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, the Buckeyes. Wiss, hey, you, know what? you know what? Nah, shit. Damn it. Yeah. What's, their, what's their record? Let me dig into this one for you, because I think this is going to be a better game than people think. Uh, Maryland played really well. Uh, they have this, the, the problem with Maryland, I looked at this earlier, they just haven't played anybody uh, okay. notable. I'm going to go Ohio State. Uh, fuck it. Okay. Wiss, do I even have to ask? Hey. 
Ohio State University, dumbasses. I wish you Buckeyes, Buckeyes, Buckeyes. I think it'll be good. I think I don't think Maryland will win, but I think that'll be pretty competitive. This game, on the other hand, is going to be a really tough one. We talked earlier: Missouri, Kentucky, and Georgia, the only SEC teams undefeated. Well, you've got twenty-three LSU versus undefeated twenty-one Missouri. LSU, mm. who is ranked lower than Missouri. Who do you got on that one, Grant Mills? Uh, I'm going to go LSU. I think they're going to uh, bounce back on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go LSU. I like their quarterback. Jaden Daniels is really, really a good quarterback. But, uh, again, I, don't, I think that's going to be a good game. Wes, what you say? Uh, who is it again? It is LSU and Missouri. I'm going Missouri, yeah. Okay. okay. I can rock with an underdog. Um, We've already talked about it earlier. We're not going to go down the line too much on this one. Alabama at Texas A&M. I'll roll with the tide. What you say, Grant Mills? Um, roll tide. All right. Wes? Roll tide, yeah. All right. Bama, Bama, Bama. we got the trio of Bama. Uh, oh, Grant Mills, I know you're going to like this one. We talked about that third team. Two undefeated. Somebody's going home with a loss. Kentucky, number 20, mm. at Georgia. Between the hedges. Mm, I'm going Georgia. I'm going to say fuck it and go Kentucky. They just throw shit against the wall. They catch Georgia asleep, and they win by a field goal. I'm going to go Kentucky. Fuck it. I'm going Kentucky, yeah. All right. Getting lucky with Kentucky. I don't – I'm probably being stupid on my – Yeah, probably (laughs) 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 People couldn't tell between my uh, impression and the sound effect. All right, this one is not a great game, but since everybody's obsessed with Colorado, we got to we got to put them on there. Colorado at Arizona State, late night Sun Devil game. Who you got, Colorado or the Sun Devils? I'm going with the the Dion's, the Fighting Dion's, the Fighting Dion's. I will co-sign on that. Wes, who you got? I'm a. Is it Arizona or Arizona State? Arizona State Sun Devils. Hmm. I'm going to go Arizona State, yeah. Man, they suck. Yeah, they do suck. Uh, all right. This one's not a bad game. Number 10, Notre Dame. Uh, they had a great game, too. Uh, Sam Hartman, man, he's a uh, against Duke. I think 21-14, Duke quarterback got injured towards the end. Sam Hartman, man, he's a baller. Uh, number 10, Notre Dame at number 25, Louisville. Grant Mills, you like the Fighting Irish or the Cardinals? I'm going with the Irish. Yeah, I got the Irish too. He's a good quarterback. Uh, Louisville hasn't been impressive to me uh, for a couple of years, but they're always top 25 team. Wes, who you say? I'm going with the Fighting Irish. Sounds good. And my last game of the week, like I said, we've had a uh, – just not a ton of great ones this week, but we're gonna have a we'll have something on while we drink and celebrate the birthday. The Arkansas Razorbacks at number sixteen, Ole Miss. Ole Miss coming off that win, exciting win against LSU. Uh, Arkansas's on a three-game losing streak, but none of the losses were really substantial. So, Ole Miss, it's at uh, it's at Ole Miss or the Razorbacks. Grant Mills, who you got? Uh, I'm going Ole Miss. Uh, yeah, Lane Kiffin. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna let it get close again if he can uh, help it. So I'll go Ole Miss as well. Wes, what do you say? I'm going Arkansas again. 
Yeah, I don't think Arkansas is a bad pick. I think I think these eight games are going to be the, the the ones to watch this week. So between Texas and Oklahoma, Red River rivalry, uh, Maryland, seeing if they can dethrone the Buckeyes, uh, Bama and A and M. God, I think that's going to be a a close one. And Kentucky, hopefully upsetting the Bulldogs. I think you got a good slate there. So that's enough to keep you guys occupied. Grant Mills, why don't you take us to the NFL? Whoa, NFL time. Let's go ahead and bring up the games. Week five. So the next one is going to be Thursday, October the 5th. Chicago at Washington. What are you thinking, Jay Wig? Ah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Washington. I'm going Washington as well. Wiss Kriggy. I think they're going to pull something up their ass. I'm going Chicago, yeah. All right. So now we're getting into the Sunday slate of games here. Jacksonville at Buffalo. Where are you going with there, Wiggy? I like Buffalo on that one. I'm going Buffalo as well. I'm going Jacksonville, y'all. Diva! Diva! All right. All right. Uh, Houston at Atlanta. Ooh, Houston and Atlanta. Uh, I'm going to go Texans. Yeah, I'm going Houston as well. They're doing pretty good here lately. Yeah. I'm going, uh, I'm going ATF. Yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be. All right, let's go Carolina at Detroit. What are you thinking? Oh, man, Carolina's look bad. Detroit's surprisingly looking good. I got the Lions. Yeah, I'm going Detroit, man. I'm a, I love Bryce. I mean, Bryce. Uh, Bryce, yeah. Bryce Harper. I want to come to Carolina, damn ass. That's type of shit. All right. Tennessee at Indianapolis. Ah, Titans. Yeah, Titans. Indianapolis. I don't know what the fuck's going on. They whack. I'm going to Derrick Henry. Yeah, I'm going to Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. Uh, New York uh, Giants at Miami. Oh, Miami. Yeah, I'm going Miami. I'm going MIA, yeah. New York's just terrible. Yeah, they awful. We got New Orleans at New England for the next game. What are you thinking? Ugh. What's New England's record? They're, uh, New Orleans. they're pretty bad this year. They lost to fucking... Yeah, they're one one and three. New oh. Orleans. Yeah, Mac Jones isn't really doing shit. Uh, I'm going to go Saints. I'm going New Orleans. I'm going to go to New England now. Smith, oops, All right. Then we got Baltimore at Pittsburgh, your new team there. Yeah, my new team there, uh, Pittsburgh. But uh, do I have to pull for them and shit? No, <laughs> no. You don't have to pull for them. No, Baltimore looks really good right now. Uh, Pittsburgh 2-2, two and two, but Baltimore, Baltimore's got this one. I'll go Ravens. Yeah, I'm going Ravens on this. I'm going to pick the upset of the Pittsburgh Steelers here. Hell yeah. Alrighty then. Yeah, Philadelphia at Los Angeles Rams. Gotta go Philly. Philly's looking too good. Oh yeah. I'm gonna uh, Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> Damn, all right. <laughs> Man, I don't know. He's he's done good with these pro picks, so I don't know. Hell, yeah, he has. Uh Cincinnati at Arizona. God, man. Uh ugh. Cardinals are terrible. They were briefly in the running when I was looking at teams, and then uh, I'll let LD have them. Um, who was this? Cardinals, and I, I was disappointed. Uh, Cincinnati. 
Yeah, Cincy, man. I, I think Burrow's going to have a game sent here soon, so I'm going to go Cincy. Yeah, I'm going Cincinnati as well. I'm like, I don't know I'm going Cincinnati again. New York Jets at Denver. I got to go Jets. Yeah, Zach Wilson's looking a little better, man. If it hadn't been for those fucking refs, and then he did fumble that one, and if he hadn't done that, man, I think they they might have they might have got the ass. So I'm gonna go I, I, New York. Yeah, he looked good, man. I think that Joe Namath rant kind of lit a fire under his ass. But they played really good offense. Like that was almost like uh, designed for him to succeed. And uh, I don't know how to explain it any better than that. But it was very, very pitch and catch, and uh, really well done. I, I was kind of hoping for the upset there, but uh, yeah. Wes, what do you say on that one? I'm going with Denver, y'all. All right. Kansas City at Minnesota. I gotta go KC. Yeah, I'm going KC as well. I'm going KC. I'm my God. I love Taylor Swift. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Can't escape it. <laughs> oh. Um, Dallas at San Francisco. Whew, Dallas, man. Their defense saved my ass in fantasy football. They look great. You picking Dallas on this one? I'm picking Dallas. I think their defense is – I mean, their defense is stout. Uh, 49ers are undefeated, but I think that Dallas defense shows up. I need them to. I'm going San Fran on this one. They, they like got it. They're too good. Hey. Shit, yeah. I'm back on San Fran. <laughs> All right. And then we got the Monday game, which is Green Bay at Vegas. Ooh, uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna go Green Bay. Going Green Bay as well. Jordan Love's looking a bit better. Looks like he's progressing. I'm going Vegas, yeah. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, dumbasses. You never even been to Vegas. Eh. Uh, for the buy, it's looks um, like Cleveland, Los Angeles, Chargers, Seattle, and Tampa Bay will be on a buy. It's coming. We care for the post. Oh, whoa. Got the picks in. Got the picks. Whoa. What's on deck for you and your wife, too? And you're talking about <laughs> meal prep. You got your meal prep ready? You know what? I do a little bit. I've been lazy the past couple weeks. It's It hasn't been... Uh... Hasn't been interesting. I've done strip steak this week, uh, but not the strip steak you did. I've actually cut up my steak into little strips. She's been getting those prepared meals during the week. The uh, Fit Five, you've seen those prepackaged health meals that you go to a local nutrition store, pick up, zap in the microwave. Oh, um, yeah, are they any good? She likes them, and I and I tried some of them, and every one of them I've tried has been pretty bomb. She had one that was like a, a bison burger that was really good with some sweet potato fries. Um yeah, they, they, they're really good. Uh, I don't want to say they're not cheap, but here's the thing. If you're going to put it together yourself, you're probably going to spend a little more. But most mm-hmm. people aren't eating a bison burger with sweet potato fries for dinner. True that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think they're good. I, I've, I've been tempted to get on board with them, but the serving size, I think, that she has uh, compared to my caloric needs is not the same. So, for me, I did grill this weekend, grilled some burgers. Uh, man, God, they were so good. Uh, busted those out. Busted a little bit of steak and always some chicken on the low. So, now, do you do smash burgers? I think we might have talked about this before, but I, th- I think uh, what you like the thicker ones, right? 
I do like the thicker ones. This time I went and bought the prepared ones or the store had already cooked, the butcher department already cooked and put out there. Or not cooked, my, my apologies. They'd already sorted out. So they were smash burgers. Um, and they were good, man. I mean, the only thing about the smash burger, when I grilled them, they shrink up so damn much. I mean, it looks like shit on there. I need to smash them up a little more or something. Well, yeah, you got to ball it out to like yep. a correct ball there. And then I think I'm going to, next time I do smash burgers, I'm going to put the onions in there like they do. The onion burger. I do like that, man. You know, I'll actually put onion powder a little bit on there. Uh, it kind of adds that taste without having to bite into an onion. But, you know, as the weather gets cooler, if you look at Saturday, a buddy of mine sent me the weather. I think the high is supposed to be 69. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, low is supposed to be 49. So we're getting into that season. We need to do a filled tailgate soon. And we really need to do some prep work on one one day instead of just showing up. Actually, bring the grill down there and uh, Hell yeah. do some grilling shit. I remember when Whisk came down that time and rolled up some uh, jalapeno poppers that were bomb. I'm a, I love jalapeno poppers and I love chocolate sauce over thin rabbit. Yeah, damn, god damn, chocolate sauce over thin rabbit. That's wow. what I said to my ass when I well, well, how the hell you get all fancy all of a sudden? Oh, listen, I've been fancy. Me and baby do this shit sometimes. Okay, Gordon Ramsay, yo dumbass. Damn. <laughs> uh, um. Well, uh, so what's up with this week, my man? Where you headed off to? We're heading to uh, Memphis on Wednesday for work. Took a half day Friday. Yeah. Don't die. Don't die. I, man, I try to get in there and get the fuck out. Um, yeah, I'm going to go early, leave about 7 in the morning, get up there around lunch, do my shit, turn back around. And that's it. That's all I've got. That's all I'm booking. It's a, uh, I'm off next Monday, uh, enjoying the birthday celebration this weekend, doing a half-day Friday, which, you know, when you do a half-day, man, you ain't really doing shit in the morning. Um, so chilling. I'm excited. We're going to have a great week ahead of us. Oh, good deal. What about you? You're going to be out in the field? Oh, sorry, Wiss. Hey, uh, don't ever interrupt me again, dumb ass. Oh, my bad. I'm just loving on baby every day of the week, yeah. Ugh. And uh, I got to go to baby's, uh, he's ready for that big year. Uh, I didn't ask you all that and your fucking shit, but okay, see ya. Oh, baby. Mm. Well, this week here, I don't even know where I'm going. I forgot, but we're going somewhere. Hopefully, doing some cool shit. You know what it is. So, uh, man, you got anything to talk about before we get out of here? Cool. Yeah, you know, whatever you got. Always. I don't smoke, don't drink, don't do drugs. Only have one small problem. I lie. Oh. Who is that from? Uh, you know, I just saw it earlier. So, man, you put me on the spot. <laughs> I saw it online and it sounded good. <laughs> Shit was funny. Uh, random online quotation, folks. Go ahead and check out the old episodes. All right. 116 tonight but check out the Owens funny shit there go um subscribe um got the forthcoming book Grant Mills Internet Guide to Dating that will be coming out here soon Ooh. and uh oh yeah hope all you guys have a great week I come back here this coming Monday night at 9 30 I have more picks for all of you and more shit that we talk, video game reviews, video game weird shit news, and more shit. So I'm going to close out here with a quote from my favorite comedian, Mitch Hedberg. I used to be a hot tar roofer. Yeah, I remember that day. 
all you guys have a great week weekend back here monday night 9 30 in the dirty Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>